Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. You are going to be glad that you tuned in to this podcast today. If you have anything to do with trade shows, events, conferences, this is the place to be. We all know that uh, trade shows, conferences, they're part of our marketing mix, right? But you need to do a lot of marketing to make them effective. And I have on today an amazing guest, Brian Leffelock from Spire Marketing, who's going to be giving us the Marketing 101 class on marketing for trade shows and events. Grab your notebook and let's get this thing going. Welcome back to campus here at Trade Show University, where we are helping you raise the bar for your events, for your trade shows, your conferences. I'm your host, Jim Cermak, and today is going to be so awesome because we're talking about marketing, and one of my favorite topics of all time is marketing, <laughs> and that's why I love trade shows, because trade shows are a big marketing event, but you got to market to make them effective. You got to learn all about it, and so what to do before the show, during the show, after the show, and we have on Brian Leffelock from Spire Marketing, who's going to be t- taking us through everything that we're going to need to consider such a great conversation. You're going to want to grab a notebook, and this might be one you're going to listen to more than once. Put it on uh, repeat and share with others. And that's it's a great thing. If, if you're getting value out of these episodes, please share them with other professionals in the uh, industry, in your business that need to hear this information because there is just so much great, uh, so many great interviews that we've had on guests that sharing great tips that are going to accelerate your success. Go back and binge. Go back and listen and search for those topics that you really need help with. And uh, you're, it's all free. That's the best part, right? The best part is it's all free. So just go back and listen. Subscribe and continue to listen and come back each week as we bring on more great guests, have more amazing topics just to help you succeed and put more money in your pocket. That's what it's all about. So before we dive into the interview, I've got a question for you. What is one new customer worth to your business? You have a number in your head? Now, what if you had enough customers to fill your pipeline from just your very next show? That's what my goal is into helping you not only through this podcast, but I can work with you one-on-one and help you develop your show success roadmap. Yeah, that's our, our new offer, your show success roadmap. We will give you a custom step-by-step roadmap, which is going to lead you to filling that pipeline. We will work together to get you clarity by setting the right metrics and the right goals. And then we're going to help you develop a strategy, actually hit your goals. And then we're going to give you that crystal clear custom roadmap directing you to all you need to do before, during, and after your next show so you crush those goals. 
So enough with the trial and error. That's what I did for 30 years. Trial and error, trying something, oh, tweaking this, tweaking that. Condense all that into a a couple hour session and develop that roadmap for you. Some of the results we've had with customers, up to 250% increase in qualified leads from their very next show. Visit tradeshowu.biz slash roadmap. That's tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z slash roadmap. We'll set up a free 20-minute call that this is the right solution for you. And then we'll dive in and get you that roadmap. So go to tradeshowu.biz slash roadmap. And now let's dive into that interview. Welcome back, everybody. Really excited to have on today someone who's going to be talking about a topic that we have not really hit on, and it's something that people ask for all the time, and that is marketing, marketing for your trade shows. And I have on today Brian Leffelock, who is the Director of Sales for Spire Marketing, a marketing firm with three locations serving Northern Ohio in Ashland, Tiffin, and Medina, Ohio. Brian also is the host of the Dash of Grit podcast. Formerly, he was a sales manager with iHeart and Clear Channel Communications. Radio. Really excited to have you here. Brian, welcome to Trade Show Universities. Hi, hi to all the uh, trade show warriors out there. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. How you doing? Thanks for having me, Jen. I appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure. So why talk about marketing today? That's uh, that's what you're bringing to the table. And, and there's so many opportunities for, for companies to do marketing, whether that's pre-show, whether that is during the show, post-show, and a lot of that, I think companies just fall short. Maybe they don't know what to do or they just get wrapped up in, into the, all the busyness of shows. Uh, let's, let's start by talking about maybe some mistakes. What are some mistakes that you see people making at trade shows in regards to their marketing? Well, I think when, you know, when it comes to, there's a difference between marketing and advertising. Marketing is how you present yourself and how you, you, you present your product and show it. And advertising is how you get people there. And for trade shows, the advertising is already, you know, done. People are there typically. Um, But quite often we forget about our current customer base and our prospects uh, in advance of a trade show. And there's easy opportunities to let people know we're going to be there and become kind of a focal point, a uh, can't miss uh, site on their journey around the, around the tables as they go. There are, um, you know, when, when someone, there's a line of folks waiting to talk to you, a lot of trade show folks have the video that, that play that people will watch and engage with and things. And, and there's a, I love it. I'm glad we do it, but there's a ton of mistakes that we make when we create our trade show videos. And, uh, and we can talk about that. They're, they're, um, (laughs) for lack of better words, very rarely interesting. If you think about it, if you, if, if you uh, and, and I don't mean done poorly and I don't mean, you know, done cheaply or bad. I just mean when someone's looking at your video, you are far more interested in your video than they are. Why mm-hmm. not? You made it. You know why you made it. You know what it's supposed to be. You know, I mean, we love our kids more than other people love our kids. That, and, and, <laughs> and that's the way it goes with uh, with trade show videos. And then I think the third piece, you mentioned it, uh, one of the biggest, and this is as much sales and marketing as advertising as anything, but following up, we all come back with our big shoebox of business cards or leads or whatever. And, and there's just a ton of hurdles. Your customer swamped, you're swamped. Everybody's, everybody's getting hit at the same time with everybody sending all their leads. Hey, do you want to meet? You want to meet? You want to meet? And, uh, and we jump direct to what you, do you want to buy something? You want to meet? And it's just poor timing. It's poor follow-up. And then uh, the last follow-up and the same thing, 
a lot of these folks have a long incubation period. They didn't go to that trade show expecting to buy something or switch vendors or switch suppliers or relationships. They're going to feel things out. That's not a can't wait to get home on Monday and make a change kind of a thing. It right. takes a while. And so we've got to have that process in place to, to get the most out of our trade show investment. Uh, really sounds we need to know our customers we need to know you know what is their typical buying cycle what is their what are their needs and uh, so let's let's go back you you mentioned really uh, paying attention to your current clients and your current customers in that pre-show uh marketing that pre-show promotion any any tips that you would suggest uh make maybe some things that people miss uh when doing their pre-show promotions yeah, I, I think it's just very simple. We know we're going to the trade show. Our customers don't. Um, it's very important to us. We buy the plane tickets. We do the packing. We, we, we do everything. It's really important. And yet our customers have no idea and our prospects have no idea. And so if you have a CRM in place or some way to, to, to capture all of your current customers that are there, all of your prospects that should be there, just take a little bit of time pre-show and let them know, hey, I'm going to be there. Um, hey, we're going to be here. We're going to be showing off this. Give them a, some idea of what you're going to see when you get there. Here's what's new. Here's what's different. Um, too many times we wait for that show to show those things. Let's go ahead and an email, maybe even your best phone customers. You're probably doing this already, but your best co customers deserve a phone call. Um, but your prospects and your, your, your long tail customers, uh, they easily deserve an email two or three times prior to that show. It's a perfect, it's a great thing to talk about. And, and people will open those. That's a great advice. Great advice. Yeah, those best customers get on the phone. <laughs> get on the get phone. On the phone. <laughs> yeah, rely on that relationship. And there, and I, this has happened to me in the past, and I know it happens all the time. That the companies will forget that there's trade shows coming up, especially you know, especially looking at this fall when all the all the shows that were going to be in the spring got pushed to the fall, and all the shows that were going to happen in the fall are still happening in the fall. So there's a lot of overlap of shows. There's a lot of not of noise out there. Happy noise because we're getting back to live events, but. There is a lot of uh, confusion, a lot of clutter, and and it's so easy for maybe one of your key customers or a key prospect to completely forget that a show is going to be happening. And that reminder, that email from you could be that reminder of, oh, wow, I need to get to that show because I want to see that new product. I want to talk to you. I've been wanting to, to meet face-to-face. That's well, cool. it's, it's just such a great opportunity, too, to have content that makes sense. So many times we send emails that no one wants to open because it's something we don't even know what we want to talk about. It's time to send another email. It's time to make another cold call or phone call or whatever. Now we can do it on purpose. We have something to talk about. We have a new thing we can promote at the show. Come and see us. Um, it's, it's just a really great opportunity to do marketing that really makes sense when you have something to share. And, and the other thing, too, is when you get to that trade show, there's a hundred other tables just like yours. Oh, yeah. I promise you those other 99 people aren't doing this, which is why I'm talking about it to you now. If you do it, that that sets you above the, the noise already. When people get there, they're expecting to see you and they know what to look for. Absolutely. Oh, there's nothing better than having people already at the show seeking you out. <laughs> because yeah. that that gives you a great advantage, great advantage. Okay, now let's let's move towards uh, at the show. So at yeah. the show, you talked about making a trade show video that that you say, oh my gosh, we yeah we fall in love with our own our own creations, our own kids better than anybody else uh, wants to see those. How can we make a trade show video one that really people would want to stop and watch? 
Yeah. And so here's, I'll, I'll tell you what happens wrong first. And, okay. and, and, and I'm not blaming and I'm not upset. I get it. I understand it. You are a business owner who knows your business very well. You're very proud of your building. You're very proud of your employees. You're very proud of your process and your quality and your product. And, you're, and you want to show that off. And it's because it's what you know. It's what you do. You've put your whole life into this thing. And so you bring the video folks in and you say, make sure you get a picture of our trucks because they're brand new and they're really nice. Make sure you get a picture of our business because it's brand new and it's really nice. And here, you know, but the folks at the trade show just don't care. And here's the thing to think about. We, we talk about it. I mean, they want to see it, but in context, it's not about your building or your trucks or your, it's about what the customer is struggling with. You have a product or a service that solves a need. Otherwise you wouldn't be in business. You have a customer that needs what you have because of something else. No one wakes up in the morning. If you are a widget salesman, no one wakes up in the morning, swings their feet out of bed, puts them on the floor and says, wow, I can't wait to go buy some widgets today. <laughs> they have a need that widgets will solve. When you create your video about that need or about the struggles that your customer is going through, the hassles or over the past year, you've realized, Jim, that things have slowed down here and you're trying to accomplish this here and you're trying to accomplish that here. And you've, you've tried all those things they haven't worked, right? Here's where we come in and can help you accomplish those things you're trying to do. So that's, it's not easy. And, and you need help. You need uh, somebody who knows how to make, uh, write this down if you can, story-driven marketing videos. It, it, here's another thing to think about. If, if you had three hours, if you know it has three hours, but if you were going to sit down in front of a movie theater uh, screen and someone said, you can watch this three-hour Shawshank Redemption movie, which I think it's even more than three hours. <laughs> or you can watch this two minute trade show video, which would you choose? One's only going to take two minutes. The other's going to take three hours, but 99.999% of people will say, I want that Shawshank story. And it's because of story. And if you can yeah. go back and figure out who is the hero of your story, that's your customer. What struggles are they having? What, how does that make them feel on a given day? What, where does that put them when they wake up in the morning and go to bed at night? And third how can you help? Too many businesses make it about you first. You're the hero. We do this. We've done it for 40 years. We do it for this reason. And here's why we do a great job at what we do. That's all about you. Make it about the customer. They'll look at it and say, wow, that's me. That's me. That's me. Then they see you as helping. And that's perfect. In a video like that, you will make a, a, a huge difference. It'll help on social media. It'll help in many different ways. But especially at the trade show, people will stop and watch and they'll be entertained. The other thing you want to make sure you do in your video is put verb or language underneath it, uh, text, character graphics, because most people will not hear the audio. And even if they do, they'll only catch half of it as they're walking by. So give them something to see and to read, um, which will make it much easier for them to engage. This is just brilliant stuff because <laughs> anyone who is listening, they're probably thinking of, oh my gosh, our video. Oh yeah. That's we're showing, we're showing okay. the building. <laughs> that's the key I want to say. I don't want anybody to feel bad about that because that's what you know. We only know what we know. I, I, I can't do something I don't know how to do. And we, you and your businesses, if you're listening now, you weren't, you didn't get into business to make trade show videos. And, and so don't feel bad about it. I know that's the way your video looks. It's just that it's not going to engage as much unless you find someone to help you with it and, and turn it around a little bit. 
Absolutely. So, so think about that. You, the whole point of, of being at a trade show is how do I connect with the attendees? How do I connect with those prospects and customers that are walking in front of me? And if you're using video, it's so important to understand what are they struggling with? What, and how can I connect with them? How does my product, my service, my company connect with that person that's walking in front of me? And use stories. Use stories. That's what people relate to, and that's what they remember. They'll remember a story. They're not going to remember the exact dimensions or the exact specific features. So remember to use stories and then add that text to the bottom of the screen. So people will be drawn in. They'll be able to read instead of – because there's so many noises going on at at a trade show. and. And if you have a video going, they might be st- you might see people standing right next to the monitor trying to listen and being up close, and they're going to miss half of it. So put those words out there. Such great, great tips there. So for people doing video, all right. Let's let's talk about um, successful trade shows. What seems? What do you think happens at every successful trade show? At a successful trade show? Yeah. Well, I think the, I mean, why do you go to the trade show in the first place is number one, you know, identify that. And what does success look like? Do you, are you just trying to be there? Do you just want, and that's okay. That's okay. I want to make sure I have a good solid uh, impact with, with folks. For some people, uh, how many meetings did I conduct with my best clients during this trade show? That's completely fine. I think a lot of folks go to trade show to generate more opportunity and lead generation. And, And if lead generation is the goal, then going to the trade show capturing the leads is not success capitalizing on those leads is success and i think uh far too often uh, almost every time here's the here's the way it goes here's another time jim where everybody go yep that's me <laughs> you you'll you'll bring home a shoebox full of cards and you'll set them on your desk well while you were gone for the week everything piled up on your desk and you just, you're overwhelmed. That's just the way it goes. And every time we go away, and so you've got a hundred different things to do. You know, you got to follow up in leads and you're going to get to it as soon as you can, but you got other things to do. Trust me, folks, your customer's going through the exact same thing. And so when he gets home, he's got a bunch of stuff on his or her uh, table and, and desk and is not going to take your phone call today. And if he does, he's mad that you sent it, right? And, 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 uh, and so he's got other things to do. I strongly suggest some kind of an automated system some kind of an automated email system. Very, very simple. doesn't have to be expensive. But every lead that comes through, number one, as soon as you get that lead that day, let's say it's a Wednesday, Wednesday night, it automatically sends an email that says, hey, Jim, it's great to see you at the trade show today. I hope you have a great time the rest of the week. If you ever have any questions, let me know. Done. Done. On the day, on uh, on Monday, the day after, you're back home. Hey, Jim, just got back on Monday. And of course it's, Hey Jim and Hey John and Hey Jimmy and Hey Brenda. And it's, you know, it's automated. Yeah. It's Monday. I hope I bet your desk is just as swamped in mine as, but let me tell you what, I'll give you a call back in a week. Let's un- unwind and, and we'll talk then. If you have any questions, let me know. A week later, the automated system automatically knows. Yep. Hey Jim, I told you I'd give you a call. I'm out from under it. Are you out from under? Do you have any questions for me? But here's the key. That's where most salespeople at a trade show stop. Because most every time, Jim, you get those emails, you're swamped, you, you, it's just a trade show email, yeah, you met this guy, you don't remember, and the salesperson stops about three times in, if they're good. A good salesperson stops about three times in with a lead that won't respond. Mm-hmm. What about two weeks after that? 
that's when that customer's starting to go, you know, so what am I going to get out of this trade show? What about a month after that? What about six months later? Because again, these incubation periods are longer. You made, you paid the money to go to the trade show. You have the lead. Don't, don't pick up the business card, take a phone call, get told no, and then throw the business card away. Set a process in place that you can foster that, that relationship that you paid so much time to generate and be that salesperson, be that company that cares enough to follow up four months later, six months later, a year later. It doesn't cost you anymore. You just had a system that didn't allow you to forget that very important customer. He was very important on, on Wednesday at the trade show, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, he's just as important six months later. Nothing's different. So have a system in place that, that you're the business that doesn't forget that very important lead. You bring up such a great point in that it's not the success of a trade show isn't measured at the end of the trade show unless no. unless your goal you're in an industry where you're selling at the show and you're filling orders and and so that's that's one sure. thing but if you're getting leads you're setting up demos you're setting up appointments it's what happens next is what does that turn into because your banker is not going to you can't go to your banker and say hey but i got these 30 leads and I am just going to be, I am so excited. So no, yeah. no, it's what came from that. What do you take into the bank afterwards? So what are those, those sales that you closed? Uh, but such important advice is to having that automated. Like, like you said, everyone's overwhelmed, especially right now. As we're coming back to these live events, a lot of companies have lost staffing. So you have people who are already wearing three, four, five hats, and all of a sudden, oh, shoot, now I have to plan for a trade show on top of all that, and then I have to follow up from that trade show. So there's a lot going on. Automation, it can be your best friend uh, coming out of these shows. Yeah, automation makes sure it gets done. And, and the, the, So I'm a salesperson, and what's going to happen between now and six months from now is my lead funnel, my my uh, my my you know, lead funnel is going to get full of other opportunities. It's not just at the trade show. People are going to call and I'm going to meet people and generate things. And I'm going to come up with all these opportunities. And so every month I'm talking to new people and new people, the, the very best salespeople in the world, the most well-meaning salespeople in the world will not think six months later to call back a trade show customer, potential customer who has ignored them two or three times so far. They just won't. That's gone. Yeah. And, and so just having an automated system that does it for you, it, it, you know, it, the expenses for one customer, the benefit is for every single person that you put into the CRM. It's, it's almost, uh, it's almost free when you, uh, when you put it together. Yeah. Love that. I love that. And, and the way that you even presented it a little bit earlier when you were describing those follow-up uh, emails, it's not expecting or pushing for a response or we need to talk today or anything like that. It's, hey, just checking in. It was great to meet you. I'll call you in a week. There's no response needed. And you're, you, as a receiver of those kinds of emails or of an email from at the show, I'm like, oh, already he's, oh, okay, he's just checking in. Okay, good. Now all of a sudden I've got a, a little bit nicer feeling <laughs> coming from, yeah. from that email. Great stuff. Yeah, it's equal business stature. I mean, can you imagine? I, I've been married 31 years, but it would not have gone that well if on the very first day I met my wife, I would have said, hey, you know, I think I like you. You like me? You want to get married? That doesn't work. <laughs> so you, you got to take it a little bit slower and, uh, and, and hope for the best.
Yeah, but you know what? For for some of these customers in some industries, you have high ticket products with long oh, lead yeah. times. That's what you're doing. You're getting, you're yeah. kind of getting married. So yeah, the, well, yeah that's a good way to look at it, and you have to treat it that way. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, Brian, this has been fantastic. As as we as we kind of wrap up here, give me the top one to two takeaways that you have for today's listeners. Well, I think the, the number one thing is to make sure that you have a plan for success for doing your show. I think a lot of shows people go to every year, they put them in their budgets. They went last year, they're going to go again this year, they're going to pull out their display and dust it off and, and so I, you know, and, and put it up again, use the old video. Is it work? Do we need anything? I think the number one thing to, to do is to figure out what the plan of success is. What does success look like? What does failure look like? Measure that after the trade show and build from it for the next one. It's it's not going away. That trade show in Vegas, that big opportunity that you have, it's all it's going to be there next year too. And so take what you learn from this one, build upon it, and do it better next time. So so don't just wait until the month before to plan out your strategy. And I I, I really do think that the the number one mistake that people make in a trade show is unsuccessful uh, follow up um, post. Uh, the, that's why you went those, those customer relationships that you are trying to keep or that you've created or that you want to optimize way too often get left behind when everything else hits the fan, when you get back to the office happens all the time, people laugh about it. And, and, uh, yet we don't have a plan to fix it. You, you got to have a plan. Otherwise you're wasting a, a lot of that investment that you've put into that, a very expensive show. Ah, oh, great takeaways. So exhibitors. Have that plan, have that strategy for your show, and then afterwards do effective automated follow-up to make it uh, make it a successful, successful show for you and not overwhelming to you. Brian, this has been fantastic. I so appreciate you taking the time jumping out with me. Hey, why don't you tell Thanks. everyone how they can get in touch with you? Yeah, if you have any questions about any of this stuff, thrilled to talk. Um, I am at Spire Marketing. It's also Spire Advertising. Either way, you'll find me. Um, we're at spiread.com, S-P-I-R-E-A-D.com, and you can fill out forms there and find me. My cell phone, though, if you need to reach me and, and talk to me, um, is 419-496-3525. You can find me anyway, uh, anytime that way. And my email is brian, B-R-Y-A-N, uh, at spiread.com, S-P-I-R-E-A-D.com. Fantastic. And I'll drop all of that in the show notes. So just click that show notes button and you will have all of Brian's contact information. And one last thing before we leave, tell people about your podcast, A Dash of Grit. Oh. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate that, Jim. So D Dash of Grit podcast, I've got a, Jim mentioned it earlier, or you mentioned it earlier, Jim, I, I have a 20 year career in radio. And so I wanted to be a DJ a long time ago. So I've got equipment and stuff like that lying around where I do stuff. When COVID hit, um, here, I, here I am, a salesperson locked in my, my bedroom office and can't go see people. And so I got to do something. So I started <laughs> this podcast. And what I found was during a trying time, I created a podcast that talked with other successful business owners and leaders who have gone through trials and hurdles in the past to get there. We call that grit. And so our show uh, talks about that grit, talks about the hurdles and the problems and the almost closed my business down, lying in a fetal position in the corner moments that most businesses have gone through. And so we share those. I think it, it, uh, uh, it, it energizes people. I think it uh, encourages business owners to take the next step. Um, and I, it certainly does connect uh, business owners to each other. So you can hear Dash of Grit. It's at dashofgrit.com. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, all the different podcast options. It's also on YouTube 
and um, that's that's my show. And we do it once a week, and it's fun. And it is. It's a great, great podcast. You want some inspiration, hear from other business owners who have gone through struggles and turned things around, as we all will. As, as I remember, it reminds me of a quote, we're either heading to a court crisis, we're going through a crisis, or we just came out of a crisis. So at some That's point, every, right. every business will go through something. So check it out, Dash of Grit podcast, fantastic stuff. Brian, thanks so much again for joining me today. Really, really appreciate it. James, thank you very much. This has been fun. I appreciate it, too. Thanks. Absolutely. And everyone, continue to come back. Continue to learn. This has been uh, this was like a great university class today. Marketing 101 for, uh, for trade shows. So continue to come back to Trade Show U and continue to learn. And we'll see you back here on campus next time at Trade Show University. Wasn't that incredible? So grateful to have guests like Brian Lefflock on. And if you're ready to accelerate that road to success go over to tradeshowu.biz slash roadmap, tradeshowu.biz slash roadmap, and sign up for a free call, and we will get you your custom roadmap for your business and your shows so you could fill your pipeline, skyrocket your results. tradeshowu.biz slash roadmap.